Well, golly, it's time for Network of the Saints again. Well, hey, Andy. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Saints Radio. And uh, for any of you who were uh, wondering, that was uh, that was Gomer Pyle. Uh, he, he just drifted through here. He was coming up to ask where our Indian friend was, who normally speaks to Annette, since President Trump is over there. I guess they didn't have a problem giving him a, a visa while he was going over to the Taj Mahal. I did notice that they were all wearing their shoes, because when you go to the Taj Mahal, they make you take your shoes off and put these little these little slippers slipper things on. Well, I noticed that they had they had cleared all the people away. They cleared all the riffraff out of I've there. never seen it just vacant like that. Well, you know how President Trump is. He hates the homeless, so he just drove them all out. No, but usually Threw when them you off see in pictures. that little river behind it. It there was some stunning pictures though of when the sun the sun setting and it was really beautiful. We have I think we have a beautiful first family i think so too i do i think so too i mean it's it's interesting uh that he's in india i was even praying this uh since you're the only member at this <laughs> teaching who has an active visa for india i'm making my plans Lord, now Lord, is it time for us to go to visit ratnakuma ratnakuma larry's uh, pastor larry's all fired up about that Man, the spiritual warfare we went through before that last trip that was the only Saints Network trip that was zipped. But anyway, he, the Gomer was up here wondering where our Indian friend was. And uh, haven't done him in a while in this age of political correctness. Haven't welcomed him in. He's, he may be wanting to know where Nettie Poo is, you know. Is that... <laughs> I can't handle it. Good morning, sir. Hey. <laughs> is Net coming to the seminar in March? Yes, I think she is. Goodness gracious, I'll be here in a jiffy. A jiffy? I'll be there in a jiffy. Oh, oh man. One of my favorite old-timey movies is The Man Who Would Be King. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Richard Burton? No, no. Sean Connery and uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, I nailed that one. Yeah, and uh, the other guy... Uh, who played Rudyard Kipling? It was uh, oh, what's his name? He's a British actor. He's still active. He's a, he's old now. He was in that uh, Daniel Craig movie recently, and uh, what is his name? Christopher Plummer. Anyway, and the little Indian guy who's running around. He kept saying, "I'll be there in a jiffy." <laughs> okay. That's enough frivolity. So what's going on? Just carry on for just a minute. I am carrying. I've okay. been carrying on for the I'm last sorry. five minutes. Ah. Well, we sure are looking forward to you all coming to join us at uh, the seminar in just a few weeks. We have been working diligently on preparing materials and having various fastings and prayer gatherings and you know people have been laboring here at the church doing all kinds of tasks there's a a bevy of other things that are going to be done this week to try to uh, refurbish and upgrade and uh, supply the house so that you all will be happy we've arranged for the carpets to be zero resed so that when you lay your faces down in proscuneo you know that you are in the utmost cleanliness and um, of course I hope it doesn't zip up some of the anointment from past prayer times um, but I'm just joking but we are getting that done uh, lots of different things it's been a busy busy time and and that's not to mention what the Spirit has been doing in us and in the realm. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited about what 
the Father is going to do in the gathering of the saints this time. And we're so, so honored and so thankful for the many of you who will be able to join together with the saints. So uh, that's uh, just now, a few weeks from now. Um, we said during the, during the service here this past weekend that God had strongly put it on my heart that this coming Saturday being, Saturday being the 29th of February, a leap year, is going to be a miracle time. And um, if you're praying this weekend, I really believe that God is going to use that as uh, kind of like a, a day to re restore, a day to supply, uh, a day for the sun to stand still, for the month to stand still, and for you to be granted provision. Um, yeah, I just think that's uh, that's an incredible thing. You know, the, the, the two major times when God in the Bible caused there to be a suspension of things were, of course, when Joshua was battling and um, God gave extra time to defeat the enemy. And then in the, the, the story of Hezekiah, after he turned his face to the wall and uh, God sent Isaiah back to him, to declare 15 more years and the sun uh, the sundial moved back that that was an incredible thing so you know I, I believe that the Lord is going to be giving victory over the enemy in an unprecedented way um, for you in these next days and that God is going to be providing strength and sustenance and healing and life to you in these next few days. Not long ago, we believed the Lord for grace cures and dunamis function to be released in this month of evangelist. And God's been doing that. You know, God has really been showing himself strong on behalf of his people. And I know he has in my life. I mean, I think at the seminar, God's going to give me clearance to give somewhat of a brief testimony some of the things that the enemy was launching against me physically and how God through dreams and through commune with him has put the enemy to flight. It's more on behalf of our mission as saints. But I'm believing and I, I encourage you, I exhort you to believe that this extra day of this month is going to be a, a time even leading up to it where God is restoring what the enemy has stolen putting the enemy to flight, giving health and vitality and renewal of strength. And um, I believe that that's, that's a gift from the Lord in this season for you as we then enter into the month of the pastor. You know, the, the evangelist gift is, is really to bring that grace remedy and to bring the dunamis power of the Lord. And I, I believe that this... This extra day is going to be one where God's going to be resolving a lot of things, putting the enemy to flight, strengthening you, providing for you, providing for your ministry, um, releasing uh, capacities and uh, the, the awakening of giftings, the activating of giftings that you're going to need as you move forward as, as God's people. So uh let's let's believe for that you know we don't we don't do gimmicks here and i know that leap year comes every four years it's been that way for a long long time but i do know that god strongly affirmed that in my heart that uh you need to be believing for victory speaking of hezekiah uh, bbc reported that Someone in an archaeological dig found a a signet seal from King Hezekiah, who was the son of Ahaz. It says it on the it says it on the the seal, and they they found that recently, which I think is kind of intriguing. But um, with that, I do believe that 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 extra time 
God granted to Hezekiah through my favorite prophet Isaiah would be uh, would be known. I think in the prophetic hall of fame, of course, you had John the Baptist, who Jesus himself said was the greatest. You have Jesus, who's a wonderful prophet. He's the son of God. How do you put him on this list? But I think Samuel and Isaiah are 1A, 1B of biblical prophets, to me at least. The greatest prophets? I, I, I think so. So maybe they'd be 2A and 2B since Jesus voted and said that John the Baptist was the greatest. What did you say, Samuel and John? Isaiah. Oh, well, that's Old Testament. Well, you yeah, could say Old Testament, New Testament. No, Jesus said the greatest prophet born of women. Is, is John. Is John the Baptist. But you're saying you think it's Samuel and Isaiah. No, I'm saying that they fall after him because Jesus' vote oh. counts most. Oh, absolutely. I, I just, I'm sorry I missed that first part. Yeah. I totally agree. So... Anyway, any thoughts on this 29th of February that I've just been well, I filibustering missed, on? I'm sorry, I had to step away. I, I, I didn't get to hear what step you were saying. Step away, step away. Just handle a little bit something. Step but, away. What's that song from? You should know it. Can you sing a little longer? The Searchers, when John Wayne was walking out into the sunset at the end of the movie even though they weren't saying step away. All right, that's, that's chit-chatting. I'm just filibustering now that you're back in the holy chair. So Saturday is leap day. Yeah. So we're believing for miracles. Amen. Provision. Amen. And I was saying when you were not in here that, you know, the two most famous times in the Bible where the sun was suspended was Joshua in battle and Hezekiah with the sundial. Did that happen on the 29th? Oh, I don't know what date it was. It was probably some <laughs> Jewish thing. If Bob Jones was alive, we'd ask him. Maybe Emma would fly down and tell him. Um, now, he, really he, did, he did prophesy the Super Bowl win. So you got to give him a little credit. Uh, who, Bob Jones? Yeah. Which Super Bowl did he prophesy? Well, he didn't prophesy the Super Bowl win. He just said the year that Tampa Bay? No. Uh, who won? <laughs> I don't know. Kansas Who won? Kansas this City. One? Well, he's dead. How could he prophesy he that? He prophesied this a long time ago. He said the year that Kansas City wins the Super Bowl is a year that we're going to see great revival. Did he really say that? Yeah, and so there was all kinds of stuff on social media about that prophecy I about didn't know that. now there's going to be um, great revival. Oh well, that's great. <laughs> I figured you knew about that because no, you I, know all things football and all things. No, I've been really living a holy life over these past couple months. I haven't been. I haven't been. Dilly dallying in that. Not to say you were dilly dallying. No, no, I just heard it. I, I didn't even see the Super Bowl. for you to know that kind of thing. No, yeah. Oh, wow. Incredible. So, um. And it is interesting, too, I think, because a lot of those players on that team are very strong Christians. Right? We're talking about Kansas City. Kansas City. I don't know much about them. They uh, they beat San Francisco, which I'm kind of grateful for. Yeah. But an AFC one, which I'm sure as a Steelers fan, Denise and I are happy. But um, I didn't know about Bob Jones's prophecy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Denise, there's a brand new hot off the press voices broadcast that it's just been uploaded a couple days ago by Elder Denise. And um, so don't the miss that. The Ancient One. The Ancient the One. The voice of the Ancient One. The Anointed Rings Ancient One. Rings true once more. Mm-hmm. That's Very powerful great. word, yeah. I'm, I, I'm blessed. We changed the format, and all the voices broadcasts have been wonderful. I mean, even when we were doing it the old way in the beginning. Old but we, we changed the format a little bit, and... and these voices broadcast they're like they're like sparks of rama 
and sparks very of powerful room. sparks of yeah yeah so thank you to all of our our voices speakers and prophets and pastors that are that are contributing to that broadcast so her, her her topic was wake up wise up <laughs> what's the other one Wake up, wise up. It's it was so good. Up, <laughs> no. I don't remember the titles of things. Gosh, I why? just listen. And I, I know exactly what the title is. And Wake up, wise up, and walk. Wow. Yeah. Sounds just like a Elder Denise message of power and anointment. Yeah, she's got those... Uh... She's got those catchy phrases down, those, that alliteration. I think that runs in her family. I think so, too. Yeah, I think they Even have. Mark Burke picked up on it, and he, he, Sunday morning in his Sunday school class, he said something, send that to Denise. <laughs> Wake up and wise up, walk. Boom, 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 boom. Wake up and wise up, walk. In the pew, you're fast asleep. <sighs> this is really a weird setting up here. I don't know what it is. My er, my um, English breakfast tea is as red as red as blood in the cup, and uh, maybe it's the tea factor that's here, or the lack of tea on this side. <laughs> lack of tea. So let's talk about something good. Let's talk about Jesus, the King of Kings is he. What is it with me? I'm doing the searchers. I'm doing Wake Up Little Susie. Now I'm doing that tune. I'm just a a veritable jukebox of foolish melodies. I'm really excited about this coming seminar. And, and, And I know I say this every single time. But I don't know how many seminars we've had. We've had so many seminars. And the preparation for a seminar is always, um, to me, um, in a lot of ways, just as, as important and just as crucial as the actual week. Actually, leading into it and after the aftermath as well and and so I'm always like really sensitive to just the atmosphere and to the way the Lord is preparing us and developing us and the way that his grace enables us to to be prepared for what he's going to do because we do need to prepare our hearts into you know we're in this fast which is wonderful and that that's going to lead us right into into the the gathering and that's so important. So I just want to encourage everyone to partake of that fast and be obedient with that. But also just be really sensitive to the moving of the Spirit in your life and in your heart. How God is 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 preparing you to come and be in the fellowship of the saints and and really to um to receive the outpouring. Mm-hmm. But also how he wants you to minister because i mean it it's not just like you know the, the, we're talking we're talking mature saints and so you all come into this house and we gather together and every joint supplies every joint is a significant part of the equation of what god is doing in our midst and so um it's really important that we all come ready to serve ready to receive and 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 ready to minister to the lord and so I say all that to say that, you know, sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult for me, and I know it's difficult for you sometimes, even though you're an extraordinary planner. You're a better planner than me. Um, it's hard for me to do things way in advance. It's hard for me to prepare things that are like three weeks out um, and to get them on paper and, and how great it would be to get everything laid out. And then you just have a couple months just to pray and just to, to, to dwell on what, you know, God wants to do, but it never works out that way for me because, um, I'm more of, I do better, um, under pressure, I think. 
And so, anyway, it's just a really curious time in the realm, and, and the Lord is so near, and our fellowship with Him is, He's just so present. And and I know that that He's working in all of us. I mean, you said something on Sunday that really triggered, and I can't remember what it was, specifically what you said, but it made me realize again that that I feel in so many ways like my heart is being circumcised afresh. Well, you were basically given testimony of, of you were just making yourself very, very vulnerable about the way the Lord has dealt with you and over the course of the last year or so and how you've had to respond. And, and I feel like in so many ways, in that measure of circumcision of the heart, I feel like he's looking in such a deep place to purify and to to really um, test my heart and 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 my response to things that come against us, which we we will always have things that come against us, but um, it's just a really profound time for the people of God, and and I I just I want to encourage you to to just. Um, go after him and and allow him to to prepare you in whatever whatever that requires whatever that is so amen it's <laughs> a good encouragement yeah maybe 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 it's just the journey is everything with him and so we have these epic moments um, these epic moments these seminars these gatherings whatever they might be but the journey leading up to it and the journey following is just as important as the actual um, visitation. That's not a good word. Well, the culmination. The culmination, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, to me, the victory is kind of anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like the principle of the of the truth and sonship. You get to that point. You reflect on all the things that God has done. You thank Him for the way He's led you and the things He's taught, and you rejoice at the the, the culmination of the process. And it's it's the rest. It's the manuka where God is there. It's it's different than. The Menucha is different than the in the Nuach because um, the Nuach seems to be something that's progressive. It's something that, that is the breath for the next steps. It's establishing. And it's, and it yes, it's it's sustaining and it's giving life and it's in the battle. But when you come to the Menucha, which is the rest, you're there's an abiding. I mean you're just there and it's wonderful but it's more reflective it's it's the commune with him and um uh there's during that session there's no battle there's no struggle and it's a different way you breathe in that and um um so but that seventh day is like a a reflection and then you're you're then immediately looking forward to the next steps out of the of the of the walk of peace where you begin gaining the breath every every time the the new ach of the lord comes you you get offer first fruits so that comes and you you do these different things it's it's um it's kind of like um like an athlete who who is breathing hard but then you have to you have to have the I don't know what you call that in CrossFit, but it's kind of like the step down. It's kind of like where you're restoring the just the the rest breathing. It's Do you so have interesting. A title for that? No, but it's so interesting that because as you've been talking, I had an experience yesterday, and and the Lord just brought that back to me and said that is that is really a prophetic depiction of what I'm talking about right here. Because it really got me. I mean, it was something in the natural, but I, I do do CrossFit. And CrossFit is, is strength building and, 
you know, there's a lot of, um, it's just a lot of strength building. And, and, and for 10 years, I've been doing that. And I'm very strong. You know, I know that I'm very strong. But so yesterday, I've got, I've got some physical issues that I'm dealing with. And so yesterday, I feel like the Lord said, don't go. And so I decided I would go to a spin class at the Y. So yesterday morning, I go to this spin class, and I haven't been to a spin class in about two, three months. And I get on the bike, and the girl walks in, the, 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 the teacher, whatever, the coach, she walks in, and she says, I just want you guys to know this is going to be a hard class. And I'm like, great. So through that entire spin class, I realized physically but, I mean, my body is a temple of the whole. I mean, my body is a temple of God. I realized that I have these bursts of strength, and I could break out and, 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 and demonstrate these bursts of strength very easily, but I could not sustain the pace. And the whole class with her was about sustaining a pace. And so I walked out of there feeling so defeated, like I have no endurance. Like I have like worked all this time and I, my endurance just is not good because I couldn't sustain the pace. That's the banuka. And the other is really like the ruach. It's like that burst of, um, of breath. And because the pace, it was, I mean, it was a strong pace, but it was, it should have been a doable pace. So I walked away from there and I thought, this is what I need to work on. And now I'm seeing that it totally relates to our spiritual walk and where God has us, where he is really developing that sustaining, abiding. And it's not always just resting. I mean, it is resting because it's in him, but um, we're still functioning in that place, right? There's still, you know, there's still a measure of sustaining that you have to do. So, thank you for that. Anything else I can help you with? <laughs> well, you think about, okay, so you've got the Manuka, you've got Nuach, and you've got Ruach. And Ruach is kind of like your daily thing. But Nuach in Noah is, is battle. I mean, you think about that. I mean, he, uh, he battled for a long time in conjunction with partnering with God, accepting that mission of grace. But then you think of the, the guy whose name is Manuka, um, Manoah, um, who was the father of a, a judge in Samson. And that perfectly depicts what's supposed to come out of the day of, of rest, where the abiding, or where the temple is, you're supposed to be launching out judges in the land. You're supposed to be launching out tabernacles. And so, you know, I, I feel that in a big, big way in this season. And um, I appreciate what God's speaking to you about that. And I would imagine that our listeners are hearing a lot of things in similar lines because we're all eating the same spiritual meat from the Lord. Um, you know, I've honestly, I, and we've we've had so many different seasons of warfare, and it's, I, I wish so much that we had journaled more. Or I personally, I wish that I had journaled more, just on behalf of this people, about the different seasons. But you know, sometimes you go through seasons of warfare, and it's just unspoken. Because it's just not something that we just talk about because we don't glorify the enemy. God has taught us to battle. He's taught us to um, to hold the line. And, and that's just who we are as saints. But I can honestly say from the beginning of the year, I have not, I have not sensed or been engaged in consistent warfare like it's been. I mean, it has been to me like a consistent lifestyle um, but I recognize that the way he's trained us, we have, I mean, he's, 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 he's taught our hands to war. He's made us expert in war. And so we don't, we don't fall back and, and, oh, I can't do this. And, you know, we don't like we did in the beginning, like, this is just too hard. I can't do this. Oh my gosh. It's just what we live. 
and 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 so much of it comes down to when you stood you do more you know you just keep standing <laughs> when you don't know what else to do you just keep standing but i think just that sustaining um being in that 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 place of of contention but also dwelling in the presence of god which is our strength has been really a remarkable um revelation or understanding for me of just just our our warfare because sometimes you get in the midst of that that warfare and it's just dark and you can't see your way out but there's been he's taught us how to abide in his presence and how to pursue his presence no matter how dark it is no matter how difficult or challenging and you know we get discouraged and we may start to murmur or say something but this is the part of the circumcision of the heart that he's been dealing with is like he shuts me off in a minute he will not allow me to even go there in my thoughts in the deepest thoughts of my heart where I'm thinking it in my heart it's like it's like almost instantly addressed and not that I don't kick and scream and but nonetheless Hmm. (laughs) yeah it it all makes sense. It's just if I had to like sit down and write a book on it, I wouldn't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. So we did uh, speak about um, a Daniel fast that actually began yesterday I did not send an email to encourage anyone who felt led to participate but we did put it out on the uh, broadcast on Sunday and the reason I didn't send it out was I felt like this season everybody in the network that's really on board is pursuing God with lots of different fasts and lots of different things. And I figured those that um, consider themselves, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't say that. Anybody that's joining in the things that our network site is sending out, would hear that and then they would have the opportunity to say yeah we want to do this or I want to do this or I don't feel led to do it I just didn't feel like it was something that I needed to send out to everybody not that we don't appreciate everybody but some you don't want to cast I I just didn't feel since this was such a personal request from our father I didn't want to just send that out and have somebody say, no, I don't want to do that. Because that would, in some ways, hear me rightly here, be an insult to him. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't even want to say that. But I figured that anybody that is with us, not with us, but, you know, in the sound of the trumpet Mm -hmm. would know, okay, this is something from the Father. And you and I were talking just a few minutes ago about these first two days and how this has been the most unusual Daniel fast that that God has ever asked us to do because it's like it's so it's so personal that he's you can't plan it you know you know you we know that we're doing it you know uh, judgment burning grace wisdom and then repeating that three times as opposed to doing segments of three that lead up to 21. And every day he's telling us by early in the morning or late the night before, this is what I want from you. It's kind of like a, it's a personal subject, not subjective. It's a direct word from him. And it's, it's, a, it's really a ministry to him about who he is. And, um, you know, I I don't really want to say, I don't know that it's 
necessary to say what we fasted these past two days. But it's been different. But it's been very personal. As opposed to the uh, the, the, the first time I, we did a, a Daniel 21 day, we had to speak about how it was aligned with the seven spirits. And there's so much teaching out there about Daniel fast and people talk about pulse and they talk about all these things and you know the the more legalistic people spell it out they blow the toot the shofar a few times and tell you if you're going to do Daniel fast you need to do this which I think is is good to understand that perspective but I don't I don't really know that that that's what God wants from us in the seven spirits dimension of the Daniel fast I think God's looking more at a personal exchange and um, there are ways that we're warring that Daniel never did because he didn't have unknown diverse tongues he didn't have the cross he didn't have anything that Jesus made available for us and so um, but I, I know early on like we had to explain I think the first Daniel 21 day we did we did it in seven sections of three and we were very regimented with people because you know it's kind of was like an elemental thing it was like babies we were even discussing what fasting was which was totally different than what it was understood when I was growing up but now it's like this dimension of it is such a personal day-to-day kind of thing and I don't know what the remaining 19 days are going to be but it's kind of exciting. It's more exciting this way. Not that the uh, the, the first God did wonderful things. He he was leading us. But um, this is an interesting time. Yeah, and I really I, I like this. I, shall I say format? It's kind of a, a sterile word to use for that, but I I I love it particularly because you know to me Daniel. He, he's like, I mean, I, I would only hope to be a prophet like him. I mean, he, he interpreted and he, he really had the, you know, gifts, excellent, an excellent spirit and gifts to, to interpret in the spirit realm and to really press into the heart of the Lord. And, um, and I love that it really caused, it's caused me to really press in to, to, to hear exactly what God wants me to do. And 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 also I feel like there's a creative dimension to it that that I love and I feel like this year and I know I've said this over and over again, I feel like this this year is 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 really going to be a year of of incre- where we're going to tap resources of the the creative nature of God in ways that man has not seen. I think that I just feel like I'm constantly like pressing those corridors of creativity to pull them out and 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 in so many ways how often have we been talking about um just our you know our mindset and and just really taking on the mind of God and and not being limited in in our faith and in our belief of what God can do and so I love the whole creative dimension of it because it's not, I mean, if, if, if I were to talk to a religious person and, and explain to them just the last two days of my fast, they would probably shake their head and think that I was, was a loony. Seriously. Because it's so un, um, uh, what is the word? It's just unorthodox. Unorthodox, completely. But you, I mean, look at some of the crazy ways that they, some of the crazy things that they did through scripture. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. We get so conformed, and and God is ready for the church to break out of that conformity, and and I don't want to say be reckless, but be reckless in Him. And and expect the unexpected, and expect the creative miracle, and and I don't know. I think that there's a lot of of our our limited capacity, our limited mindset that's been being broken 
free. So that's exciting to me. Yeah. You know, I think I've been, I've been writing this, this booklet um, on the thesaurus, and I, I really was weighing before the Lord how, how um, specific I needed to be about some of the things we've seen in the heavens, and I felt like I'm supposed to really open it up. But the reason I'm saying that is that Daniel talked about, and the angels over and over again talked about scrolls they talked about like like the gabriel said uh, the book of emmet the book of the fulfilling of the right hand things were written in that and um i know that he was functioning out of that place where wisdom and knowledge is hid and god is i think part of what we're experiencing right now is God, by his love and according to his timetable, is opening that place in a way beyond what we've known. Mm -hmm. And with that, there's a lot of, I don't want to say anointing, because that's not the word. It's it's kind of clearance. Mm -hmm. Clearance. Forget, don't, it's not even... Access. Say the anointing. Yeah. It's kind of like when you, in the military, Denise could say, when you get a promotion, you have clearance. You know, people say it's above your pay grade, but you have clearance to, to access things. And with that clearance comes capacity because it's by divine directive. And, and the place itself is, is functional to the degree where if you're there, you're there because you have merited that that honor and you have responsibilities there but there's clearance there's capacities that have been afforded you and you can see that Daniel was really functioning there and that's how he was able to hear what the angel was speaking about you know the 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 prince of uh, Persia been battling and then the prince of Greece is coming and you know, I and he was really talking about aspects of that specific time frame that was being manifested. Um, when he talked about the book of the fulfillment, the book of truth, he was really saying that what God's ordained is coming to a head right now, and um, so it makes sense that that place. And there are other references to books, which is that's the main. That's the main. Uh, depository of of books of the function of God. You know, you have other books like the book of remembrance. You have the book where tears are written in, which is it's kind of a hallmark book. You have the book of um, the book of life, the Lamb's book of life. You have those books, but I really don't think they're in this place. I think they're accessed somewhere else because this place is functioning and this place is it's not a book of looking back or signator of some sort. It's it's a book of active function according to the plans of God. And, you know, the other day I was praying and, you know, focusing on this and this thing that God just kind of dropped. I love that before seminars. You know, he just kind of drops a bomb of insight right before a seminar. And this business of the thesaurus is is one of those. But I remember the first time we started to to sense this place. It, it was, uh, you said, these timing angels. That's the first thing I said. Two massive angels that guard the port that leads from here to that. And I, you know, these timing angels are there. And I would say, you know, God said, if you ask these guys, they'll give you answers. Oh, I know that was for future and then the Kronos Kairos. I knew one of them had to do with the the foundation and the other has to do with the moment. And but we'd hear these angels sometimes and they would pray, they would be speaking the tongues of angels, and it was that they were almost speaking so slowly backwards. I remember trying to to explain that how it wasn't that we're going backwards, it's that we're going so fast. Mm -hmm. 
and it was like looking at a hubcap on a car that's speeding down the road and it looks like it's going backwards that's the 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 wheel within the wheel being depicted there and the other day I was praying and God just gave me a snapshot just a quick vision and I saw a lot of these types of angels and they were functioning in kind of like a priestly way uh, with these insights and you could not insights, with these eternal time logs of the Father. And um, it's just a fascinating thing God's using us in, but it's all, it's in Scripture. It's in more and more we're seeing it. Um, but with that, there's, there's heightened capacity and clearance that's going to help us as pneumaticos individuals. And this is the oracle, you know. This is where the connect is between the temple and this place. But this place is, is eternal. The temple is has a lifespan. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting to me that in direct alignment is the place where the saints are seated. Um it's near the court of the Gentiles, but we're back and forth between paradise and this, but there's a there's a divine connection there. It's so interesting, this calling that God has given to all of us. It's just interesting. Um, oh, and, and when I saw that guy, it was then that suddenly this, this understanding of the of the two progressions of seven in Revelation, one when Jesus ascended and was there at the throne as the lamb slain, and the uh, and then he got the little book, and then the other one was when the kingdoms were given and the hundred forty four thousand were there, and but but again it's the seven spirits, it's the ways of God, it's a sevenfold proclamation. It's just fascinating what God's allowing us to do. It's it's an honor, it's a privilege. But we we have to keep praying. It's like elemental 101. Daniel kept praying his supplication from the first day your supplications were offering, your words were heard, and now 21 days later I've come. And we talked about how that fuels the angels in warfare and whatever. But really what it was fueling was Gabriel to come with with this word. Michael was warring. I think Daniel's prayer was more for for the for the support of the ways of God in his timing. And Gabriel was able to break through with the with the victory. So we're we're praying for the will of God, which will never will never fail to be done. So we've got to keep praying. Mm-hmm. We've got to keep offering supplication. We've got to, from that mindset, we, we must never doubt because our confidence is in the assignment God has given us and that it, that it will never fail. We say God's more about the journey and not the culmination. Well, God, the, 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 the finality, the, the promise is never in doubt. We've got to have that mindset. rambling now drinking this red tea what what do you have well how what do i say to all that <laughs> oh i don't know uh, just just give thanks and praise what a tremendous honor like you said what a tremendous honor it is not only to be able to partner but that god is so faithful to give us insight and revelation into who we are and what we're doing it's just but then it comes down to something so simple and that is we have to keep praying yeah I mean that mm. I just think it's interesting that all these years and we haven't made a big focus on the Kronos Kairos thing we've mentioned it no we've gone through seasons where it's been a focus but more for us to learn yeah but, you know, you think about it, God, 
through all that time, never, in his wisdom, I'm not doubting, I'm just saying this as an observation, never showed us what Jesus said about this. Never showed us the thesaurus understanding. Never gave the things that he's developing now. It's almost like, um, you know, you, you to do and teach again. And we would not have really, I don't think, understood the ramifications of what he's showing now had we not no. gone through all these things. Right. And so then to go back, and this is kind of what David did. I don't have a sack butt to play, but he meditated. He went back and reflected on the Lord. And so to go back and think of the way God step-by-step led us in association with this heavenly place. And um, it's really being a scribe of the kingdom of heaven. And you draw out of this thesaurus, old and kainos. Mm -hmm. And um, that's chronos kairos. And so for, for this to be being shown now, to me, to some degree, signifies a measure of promotion because it's so clear and um, I don't know. And it's funny, too, because when I was praying and God started talking about it, I said, Father, there are people that are going to rip this apart. They're going to say, it doesn't mean that. Show me where it is. And I hate that. I understand that, but I hate that. It's kind of like the know-it-all kid in the back of the class that thinks they know more than the teacher which you know and then so I started looking and I couldn't find anything to prove this and then I found that one scholastically approved reference that talked about this in ancient Greece and boom it was just a gift from the Lord because I told you you know, I'm, I, I don't think I'm going to write this on this Tetheme thing. I, I'm not going to do it because uh, people are going to people are going to balk. They're going to complain. I shouldn't let that deter me, but part of it's a large part of it's me. But I think some of it, you read some of the things Jesus said, you know, I, I could tell how long do I have to, you know, he said things like that. And. And then it was just a couple days later, the father opened this up and threw this whole thesaurus understanding mm-hmm. in, which is essential for the Tethemi. So somehow God was in it. Which I think, incidentally, was right after he gave you the revelation of the Salah, which is about promotion, and you declared the promotion. That's true. And you just said that this whole dispensation of understanding is is really a pro- or access is a promotion that's that's true so he's his way he's but you know again it's because of what all the saints are doing before the lord amen and you know i you know i it's it's you and i again we've had this discussion in the past because some people get they get irritated they say well i get revelation too well who says you shouldn't get revelation it's not about revelation it's about it's about knowing the pathway as god reveals it where you're supposed to go what you're supposed to do there are, and god warns that there are seducing spirits in the end time that have alternative pathways so if you're saying, well, God speaks to me too, I've got this other pathway, well, go for it. You've just split off from the camp. We bless you, but go for it. But everybody should be getting words. It's like what Moses said, would God, all God's people were prophets. Everybody should be getting insights from the Lord. But there cannot be two masters. Mm-hmm. There cannot be two generals. And one day, 
at some point, I don't know when this will be, God will, my work will be done. And if 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 that means God's going to take me I, at some point, not anytime soon, that's fine. But somebody else will be in charge. And I would say the same thing then. If that person is appointed, you better you better wake up. What's what were the three? Wise up. Wise up. And walk. And walk. And I would throw in the shut up too, because that's got to be there. <laughs> I'll have to tell Denise. <laughs> but dear Lord, I mean, I I think that I think that God. God is using his individual prophets and teachers in such phenomenal ways. And and you've been around long enough to know that, I mean, I rejoice when, now I don't glad hand everybody. My job is not to be the Saints Network cheerleader where I'm coming up putting stickers and A pluses on people's papers. By this point, we should be on, be beyond that. But I rejoice when somebody gets a word. Somebody that unexpectedly drops a bomb on us with with an insight from God. You know, I still remember when Pastor Larry preached that message on the Sunday morning about the coal and he was talking about how that was from the altar itself. And that was that was a word from God that I still recall it, it just impacted me. Now, those other times he preached, you know, that was a different thing. <laughs> I'm just playing Pastor Larry. But there have been a number of times that you've gotten words that have just been, you know, one word you gave me a couple months ago or less was a scripture, and every day since then I've declared that. Now, I'm not going to put your name out on a billboard out front, you know, saying, oh, thank you. We'd wear ourselves out with that. But... We're all in this together, but the the course itself is contributed to by people praying and by various words that God gives, but there can't be two masters. And if some somebody, some young buck says, well, you know, I'm hearing this too, and they're saying it from the perspective of, you know, we hear from God just as you, Moses, you better back up a little bit because there can be some frying going on the earth opening up. Um, and, you know, I felt badly about that for a long time, but now I'm just, it's time to to wise up, wake up, and walk, you know? And shut up. And shut up. So, anyway, we're almost out of time. Any, any announcements? Uh, don't forget this week is Miracle Week. God's providing. Sun's standing still. He's giving you victory over the enemy. You're going to take spoils. Go to the enemy's camp. Take back what he stole. And God is restoring your health. He is giving you, he's renewing your strength like the eagle. He is He is giving you a renewing. And so lay claim to that. Amen. Tomorrow Amen. night, Wednesday night live. We shall look forward to gathering with you once again but we certainly appreciate i'll tell you a funny story um i i don't know whether julia's listening or not but yesterday i was doing message of the week with luke and sylvie and about 40 minutes into the broadcast their wi-fi just went and the face that luke was making froze on the screen and it was so funny i didn't say anything about it because you know the way that happens so i'm killing time and I'm I'm talking and I'm trying to call back to them, and it would beep and beep, and then this British woman would get on and say, "The person you're trying to call," and I did that two or three times, and I said, "You know what? That sounds a lot like Julia." I said, "I wonder if it's Julia's sister who's on there," and finally I said, "Okay, that's all, folks. That's all, folks." So Julia, that was just for you, and we speak blessing over you. Tonight, as it were, in the beautiful land of France. Amen. And we bless all of you. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we appreciate 
being able to walk with you through these heady days in the Spirit. God bless you, and goodbye.